Hi there, Scott. Rockfile back with another podcast review for you, kind of. Going to talk about the first season, well, half of the first season of the TV show Van Helsing. I tried, people. I tried. I've said before, I'm not the biggest fan of TV. I mean, I grew up on TV shows like everybody else, but these days, it has to be a pretty good show to keep my attention. And I recently finished 12 Monkeys, which is a sci-fi channel TV show that I thought was excellent, way beyond what the level of what you usually get on the sci-fi channel. So I was willing to give another show a try, right? Looking for little things to watch here and there. I prefer movies, but every once in a while you need something a half an hour to an hour long to eat dinner if you're alone or whatever. So anyway... Looking for something like that, HamiltonBook.com that I've ordered several movies from had the first season of Van Helsing for a dollar. I'm like, well, how bad could it be? A whole TV season on Blu-ray for one dollar. I threw it into an order with some other things, and it's been sitting on a shelf for a while. A little while. <laughs> Finally pulled it out the other day. Watched the first episode. Like, okay, I mean, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. The more I watched it, I had to turn it off. I made it through the first five episodes on disc one, started the disc two, watched an episode, put it down for several days, came back, watched the seventh episode, and didn't finish that episode. I'm sorry. If this is one of your favorite TV shows, I'm not going to rake it over the coals, but it's not a good show. Maybe it got better. Neil Labute, 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 he came on the scene with The Company of Men, which is a controversial kind of movie. Matter of fact, a lot of his plays and movies are more controversial than they are quote unquote good. And I'm not... He he's obviously had quite the storied career and a much better career in films than I've had. So what do I have to say? But when you look back, people mention his name more than the stuff he's done, right? And they always go back to that first movie. Well, if Quentin Tarantino was still talking about Reservoir Dogs, wouldn't we go, hey, dude, show us what you got? Well, this guy, he's made a few movies, a few TV shows, and none of them have done well since. He's got a, a new miniseries that came out after this, and it sounds... Like it had some of the same issues that this has. So after I watched the first few episodes, I started looking it up. Um, on IMDb, it's about a 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, somehow it's an 82%. The show came out in 2016, and it tells the story of Vanessa Helsing, supposedly the daughter of Abraham Van Helsing. Uh, there's a bit of a time disconnect there. because the, Anyway, this is a reimagining. So far, there hasn't been a Dracula Um she wakes up after a five-year coma to find out that vampires have taken over the world, and somehow her blood turns people back to human. And that's about it. That's how the show starts. Um, you have a, a smattering of really good actors that have been in other TV shows, a lot of Canadian TV shows. You have a few people behind the camera who have been involved in some pretty good TV shows and some Canadian TV shows. And the fault lies somewhere in there. This is the same problem that a lot of shows have on the sci-fi channel is it's just it's a good idea, but they just don't execute it. They don't do anything with it. They kind of revel in the low budgetness of it and stay there. Now, they spent a lot of money on Battlestar Galactica, but they didn't spend as much as they could have. That was a fairly low budget thing that they did. They also started making the expanse. Sci-fi could pull that stuff off. Granted, the expanse got much better when Amazon picked it up because they spent more money on it. But anyway, the sci-fi channel has a history of Really great promotion, really great ideas, execution, not so much. And this show suffers from that. Between the mix of actors and actresses, you have some really good TV characters who are doing some decent work. You have some other ones that are seem to be lost, <laughs> that, that have done work in the past, but they're kind of just treading the same character. They've been played as the token doctor or the token whatever in another show. 
And then you have a few who just aren't cutting it. There, there's a couple of decent sized actors you've seen in other things playing like these vampires that are supposed to be very um, animalistic and guttural and all that. And it's a stretch. These, uh, they're giving it their best shot, I guess. Maybe it's the directing that they're not getting the right performance out of these people, but they're just not coming across as anything but laughable. It's not scary at all. And maybe it is to somebody. I don't. 30 Days of Night was a scary vampire movie. Make them like that. This is, I don't know, they kind of grunt at each other. And <laughs> some are indiscriminately killing things and others seem to have a bit of intelligence. And I don't know. It just doesn't really work. Like I said, you've got some good actors and you've got some mediocre actors and you've got some truly bad actors and they're having to work together. You've got a show that in seven episodes hasn't really left the confines of the building it's in, for the most part, and the surrounding area. And then after the first few episodes, Neil Laboot, famous movie director, was directing. Now we've got Amanda Tapping. If you know who that is, she was the female lead on the Stargate series, SG-1 and others. And she's gone into directing a lot of sci-fi channel TV shows to middling marginal effect. I don't know whether she's a good director or not. I have no idea. I just know that the outcome of some of the things she's been director of have been okay, mediocre. That's fine. I've never seen anything directed go, Wow. These episodes, they just don't, there's a great idea here. I think the biggest sin now that I've stepped back from it for a few days and thought about it, everybody's an asshole on the show. The good guys, the bad guys, everybody, the vampires, everybody's a jerk. They're jerks to each other. They don't trust each other. You don't want any of them to save, to be saved or to save each other. Anyway, not to beat a dead horse. Maybe it lasted five seasons and somebody liked it. You're seeing the same old Canadian actors in another sci-fi show. It is as generic as it could be. They could have done so much with this. Maybe I'll stop back in on season two or three and see what happened. But halfway through season one, I don't see any reason to keep watching. I'll find something better. I can't wait to watch Zissou. My movie review of that will be coming soon. Anyway, thought I'd save a few people from watching Van Helsing. And if you like it, great. It, it just I. That's not even a near miss. It's pretty bad. Good idea, though. Really good idea. Just wish they had done more with it. Scott, I'm Rockfile. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Sorry I wasn't a more positive one. I'll get back to that because I usually only review things I like. But this was so bad that I had to kick it out of my Blu-ray player. That almost never happens. Like, almost never. I can put up with just about anything. But this was, I, I really, I'm like, I don't care what happens to these people. I hope they all die. Anyway, there you go. Van Helsing. Five years on sci-fi. Hmm. Thanks for listening. My links are below. Have a spectacular day.